Successful entrepreneurs are constantly focusing on ways to acquire new information and strategies that they can use to apply in their business so that they can be more, do more, and ultimately have more in life. My name is Tony Liu and this is Focus on Your Business Podcast. I want to thank you all for uh, joining me today at Legal Q&A. And um, I, I kind of like to do this kind of thing uh, because uh, I, it is by nature to help business owners and in business community. Uh, but I think it's more effective. Sometimes we can do it in the a group setting. Uh, it's more effective that way. And sometimes it's more efficient. I believe since I was really young, right? maybe 11, 12 years old, I believe that nobody should be taken advantage of. And why do I say that? Because I remember clearly that when I was 11 years old, I saw my father being taken advantage of by um, his business partner. And it hurts me a lot when I, when you see your own dad and is being humiliated, uh, always being criticized, being judged, doesn't matter how hard that you work, you're always somehow being uh, humiliated and judged by his business partner and just hurt. Uh, even I think about it right now. And a few years later, I was so fearful for me as a kid. So my dad lost everything that he got, right? Because he invested his life saving in that business and he lost it all. And that was a, a very scary time for me, especially for the uh, 11 year old kid. So later today, I'm gonna show you three ways that you can avoid being taken advantage of. But before we do that, uh, let me tell you a story about Tom, Jerry, and Spike. And this is a, a true story. And obviously I changed your name to preserve uh, client confidentiality, but it's a real story real case that I handled uh, a few years back. So if I may, uh, let me tell you this story and I think you can find it relevant. So one day uh, Spike found a piece of real estate in a commercial industrial building and he found it, it was a pretty good deal, right? Uh, slightly below market value in Southern California, um, there's one problem though, Spike didn't have money and didn't have a credit to follow through the transaction. Uh, so he was kind of smart too and savvy that he was able to tie up the property and look for the investor later on. So that's what he did. He tied up, he had a contract with a seller uh, with a 90 day uh, escrow. So first 60 days, he was trying to find all the different investors. Uh, he couldn't. Right, and about 20 days before the deadline, uh, he was able to find Tom and Jerry to go into the partnership with him, right? So they have a short meeting, they agreed. Uh, Tom and Jerry agreed to put up the down payment and qualify for the loan, and they're gonna split the ownership one third, one third, one third. So the escrow closed and they were, in, they were really happy about it uh, because, you know, they are living their dream, right? They're 
they conduct this <clears throat> their own businesses in their own building, right? That's always a dream for many business owners. So few months, they're really living their dream and they were really proud. Um, but as the time goes by, after they're working together in their prospective businesses under the same roof, the friction started to appear, particularly between Tom and Spike. Um, they start butting heads, start arguing, and it's kind of getting worse as months go by. Jerry decided to stay neutral. It's not his business to, to get into these two partners, right? One day, Spike decided he doesn't want to pretend anymore. Spike this, you know, approached these two partners and said, hey, I, I was the one found this property. And I, you know what? I own 85% of it. You two have the remaining. I am the one brought you guys in this property. Now, uh, before um, Jerry, uh, Jerry wanted to kind of stay in the middle, doesn't want to get involved between Tom and Spike because his percentage share is being threatened. Uh, he have no choice but to side with Tom. Apparently, the lawsuit ensued um, by Spike. Spike and Tom fought tooth and nail for about two years. It was really like a litigation from hell. Um, Jerry, on the other hand, he was kind of being strapped to this train with no destination inside and he didn't even get on willingly in the first place, right? But he had to because it was agreed upon. Everybody has one third, one third, one third. Uh, so towards the end, uh, Spike approached Jerry and said, hey, Jerry, why don't you give me your shares if you don't want to uh, litigate this matter? Save you some hassle, have peace of mind, just give up your shares and then we'll call it even. Of course, Jerry, Jerry is not gonna not gonna take that. Um, you know, even though sometimes it kind of makes sense uh, initially, but it just it, that request just something wrong about it. That Jerry just need to continue to fight for it. Again, it was the litigation from hell for the two years. Towards the end, Tom, Jerry, and Spike was were emotionally drained, financially drained, uh, apparently, and physically too, right? They probably all get, get, you know, start in those two years, they probably age about like 10, uh, literally, because of the stress level that they, they had endured. Uh, at the end, Tom and Jerry won, but they were back to square one. They probably end up in they probably they in uh they purchased for their business ended up being sold just to cover the cost of the litigation. Right. They're going back to uh the time they were renting a space from the landlord. Uh, even in a smaller spot because all this litigation costs uh was so heavy was so heavy on them. 
and they ended up with, uh, you know, back, even though it's back to square one, it was kind of never the same. Um, those two, and they, they literally did not talk a whole lot, right? Even though they appear cordial, but because of this friction of the, and this experience, Tom and Jerry used to be a good friend. Now they kind of like acquaintances. Um, Spike, on the other hand, he filed bankruptcy uh, to avoid um, the the liability of bringing this lawsuit and loss. Uh, and we never heard about him after that. So yeah, Tom and Jerry won, but they were back to the script one. And that's something I want to talk to you about today is when you get into a partnership, the three things that I believe is very important um, you, know, you need to do to make assessment uh, whether or not you should get into a partnership uh, so that you will not be taken advantage of. So you are not going through the experiences that Tom, Jerry, and Spike went through, or even my dad, okay? So um, the three things is, the first thing is know what you want from the partnership and if the business can, be, can provide uh, what you need. In other words, know your outcome. Okay, so I'm just going to go through uh, three of them and then I will go into each one in more detail. Uh, so first one, you need to know your outcome and why you are investing in this opportunity. Number two, you need to do your homework, your adult homework, uh, what we call uh, professionally is due diligence, right? You need to know the business that you're investing in. And number three uh, is, you need to know the key persons behind the business or your partners. You need to spend time knowing them really, really well. Okay, so let's go back to to uh, first one. Know your outcome. Know exactly why you are investing in this opportunity. Okay, are you looking to replace your existing income? Is the reason to go into this opportunity is because that um, you want to create another income stream, additional income stream, or is something that you want to grow your wealth, right? Because different kind of purpose, different kind of reason, you're gonna uh, assess this opportunity in different lens. And you need to be real about yourself, whether or not this opportunity is right for you. And please, uh, if you are the business owner short in cash, uh, because there, there is some sort of uh, cash uh, uh, cash crunch that you're experiencing, you need additional fund to um, expand or scale or even survive. If that's a sole reason, please don't get into a partnership because even though this potential person can provide you some funding, in my experience, two or three years later, it's gonna be a disaster. Now, I'm kind of like sidetracking on a discussion, but you need to know exactly what you want from this relationship um, so that you can make correct assessment, ask yourself right question, and be real, be real to yourself, do some soul searching, be 
real to yourself whether or not this is the right opportunity for you, whether or not you can uh, handle the downturn of the business particularly, okay? So that's number one. Number two is you need to do your homework. What I like to call is uh, uh, adult homework because you know we all have the kids and sometimes we always ask, tell our kids to do their homework, right? But for us, we need to do our adult homework and that's what we call due diligence, right? Know your business uh, really, really well. Now I'm gonna be short on this section because um, you know, what I decided is to provide you a checklist of documents that you need to gather and to analyze later on. And because you know, I'm wanting to do that because it will be boring if I just telling you exactly what you need to get uh, to read it off the checklist. I'm pretty sure that you don't want to hear me recite all these items. So if you want to have those checklists, uh, with that checklist, you can email uh, us at hello at focuslawla.com. Or if you are listening to the um, rebroadcast, a recording of this uh, video, you can uh, call our office and you know let us know that you're looking for this particular checklist as mentioned in this video. We'll send it out to you. So um, due diligence, let me tell you, uh, you know, let me read out a section that I wrote on the article previously. And um, so it is a process of a detailed investigation, right? Prior to doing something important, like agreeing someone should be a partner or the uh, or your venture or your business venture or what commercial property to buy or lease something that you do that has a great effect to your business or your life or your person uh, personal affair you need to do some digging and the goal is the goal is to identify potential risks and uh, unexpected liability, right? You don't want to buy a business that ended up having a $1 million, $2 million of liability that you didn't know about. Because once you purchase a business, the creditor is going to ask you to pay for it, unfortunately. So you need to know. That is a critical point. Uh, let's continue on the due diligence uh, Due diligence research should identify any legal risks, affect rights or obligation of the person, right? Whether or not it's the ownership of the property, the equipment, the vehicle, the employment disputes, ongoing litigation, intellectual property, that's a very important uh, in today's business, and the contracts that you have, the existing contract, the contract that they have, in the future then still need uh, to perform. Any information presented, especially the financial information must be accurate. So the homework that we need to do before we invest in is three parts. You need to do your financial uh, due diligence. That's the items on the checklist that you can call our office for a copy. Uh, it will show you what to get and after that, you need to have somebody, if you're knowledge enough, you can do your own analysis. If not, 
hire an expert CPA. Uh, that's the first thing that came up on my mind. Uh, you know, somebody knows the, the finances of business inside and out to guide you through it if you don't have the expertise, right? So seek help. So for three parts. First part is financial due diligence. The second part is legal due diligence. That's whether or not they have currently have a lawsuit, whether or not they have a lien, uh, whether or not they have a, a their business is in compliance of all the rules and regulation of, of the government, right? So you need to know that uh, so that the risk is minimized. Identify and minimize and make sure the risk you identify is something that you can handle. So the financial due diligence dealing with the, you know, you need to find out the unexpected liabilities. Most, most of the time that's a focus. In the legal due diligence, you need to find something that can increase your risk and make sure you identify them and ask yourself whether or not it's something that you can minimize or is something whether or not you can handle in the event that kind of blow up uh, in the future, right? For lack of better words, but you kind of know what I mean. You need to make sure you need to handle that. The third one I think is important. Uh, and I kind of like segregate the third one as a separate point uh, is you need to do a due diligence on the partners that you intend uh, to have, the person, the key person behind the business, right? Um, I think it's important um, be, just because, you know, I've seen my dad, um, actually, you know, that was not the only uh, business affair that he invested in got kind of somehow got cheated. Um, if I recall correctly, uh, he had, he partnered up with different uh, opportunities with different partners about three occasions and each time there's a telltale sign, the red flags, right? If you have done homework, uh, he will uh, probably uh, avoid that. If Tom and Jerry uh, did their homework on, on Spike, he will find out that Spike actually had a lawsuit uh, against a former partner about the same thing, right? You know, that's kind of a hint, hint, right? Um, but I have to caution you just because somebody filed a lawsuit against someone or being sued, that doesn't mean this person is, is a bad person. Right? In business, we deal with lawsuits all the time. Uh, sometimes you just have to take a stance and sometimes you just need court's assistance to recover the losses, right? That's perfectly normal. But if you see a person with a lawsuit pending repeatedly, on the same pattern, that should give you a hint what type of person that is. Okay, so there is a saying that um, how they treat or how they handle one thing is how they handle everything. And I think that's very true. So if they handle the prior business affair, end up in lawsuit, then you probably can expect some dispute gonna occur in the future and they're not gonna hesitate to use legal proceedings uh, to enforce what they want or to get what they want. Also, to know this person really well, what is their vision, right? That's a more practical matter. 
right? Because you know, if you talk to an attorney, I, I always want to talk about legal liability and also, but beyond that, okay, beyond that, you need to know your partner's vision. What is important to them in business? What's important to them in their life, right? Spend some time with them, uh, with their family as well, and see how they interact with each other. Have dinner with, with their family, right? If, if you, this person that you want to be your partner, uh, treat the family well, maintain their house clean and orderly, you can expect that he's going to do the same thing to the business. On the other hand, if he treat, let's say if you went to a restaurant together or golf with this person, um, they are so competitive, in fact, that they're willing to fudge the scores, uh, you know, hit the ball out of bound, somehow they just kick the ball in. Uh, if you see that kind of, uh, even though it's just a game, right, that should give you a hint that how they treat that game might be the, the same way that they're going to treat you when you when he becomes your partner or she becomes your partner. Same thing, going to a restaurant, have a meal with this person. If he's mean and rude uh, to the server, you know what? Most likely he's going to be mean and rude to you uh, when you start doing business together. Okay, so know this person really, really well. And um, I remember um, the story I told earlier about my dad when I was 11 years old. And I can frankly tell you, uh, he was partnered up with a family member of, of ours. And um, there is already a sign uh, about the character of this person. Um, and um, I just wish, you know, my dad had somebody told him that, hey, uh, you know, whatever that he's doing, now, whatever he's doing, one thing is how he's going to do everything, right? So, if he's doing, if he's this type of person in this in his own business, you can kind of expect that he's going to be the same person uh, when you become a partner with him. <laughs> but that's already in the past. Uh, you know, um, it is a memory, uh, is a lesson for me, and that's kind of like uh, drive me hard uh, these days. And when I think about it, that's the reason why I focus on um, the partnership dispute, resolving them, avoid client, uh, people from uh, getting to the bad one. Uh, and if they just happen to um, enter into the relationship that does not work out, how they can separate cleanly and with the less impact and obviously if they pass a point of no return, then we have no choice but to litigate and we will be there for them as well. So that is my story and that is my lesson and hopefully you can find it beneficial. And I wish uh, all of you have a great afternoon. And again, if you have any question at all, let me know, call our office. If I have a question, I will answer it. If not, I will point you to the right direction as always. Thank you very much for attending and I appreciate it. And I wish you, every one of you uh, have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.